Hello, hello to all of the Madison Avenue listeners. I hope you have all been well since my last um, podcast episode came out. I don't even remember when it was. I would have to look in my history here. I know it's been several months. I have been super busy and had to take a step back um, from putting so much pressure on myself to record a podcast episode every week and kind of just start doing it when I feel inspired. Um, I'm the type of individual, if I don't feel inspired and it's something I feel forced that I need to do, or even if I'm the one putting my pressure, putting pressure on myself, I tend to push it further away from actually doing it. So here I am. I am back at it again. And on today's episode, I am going to be talking about how to listen to your intuition. And I have to tell you guys, I literally just recorded this episode in different segments and I was trying to edit it and I was like, fuck it. Now that I know what I want to say, I'm just going to go start to finish. Hopefully I will not fumble my words, but like I said, I am busy and I would rather just speak from the heart, get it all out there. And if it's not perfect or if I get tongue tied on the way recording through this episode or there's a weird pause or I say, um, too much, then so be it because I am not going to spend the time editing this episode. So Um, I know that on my last episode, I did say I was going to record the next one about spiritual alignment, and I will get to that eventually when I feel so inclined to, but today's episode clearly is not going to be about that. Um, So today, I want to chat with you guys about how to listen to your intuition by giving you guys um, some of my own personal real-life examples, and I have three that kind of came to the top of my mind when I decided I wanted to record this. And I'm going to just dive into them. Um, So my first one, for those of you who are new listeners, if you do not follow me on social media, you have no idea who I am, um, or maybe you do, but you're not super active. I have a jewelry brand called Mad Jewels. It's currently inactive. Um, I put a pause on it because I really want to pursue my coaching career, and that's what I'm feeling called to do. So I've been following that little nudge and um, put that to a side. So with that being said, we I'm recording this in December of 2020. And I just kind of decide, made that decision earlier this year to completely just stop doing the jewelry altogether. Prior to that, one of my biggest clients was Nordstrom. And I had um, my whole line, not my whole line, but pieces that they would pick out in their stores last fall and it was doing really well in the stores and the sales were good. I had a bunch of trunk shows last year in 2019 um, and for some reason in it was probably August last year I had this intuitive feeling this download if you will uh, that I needed to pull my things out of Nordstrom And when this happened, everybody was like, oh my God, Madison, what is wrong with you? And my family was like, you're crazy. Do you have a fever? Why are you doing that? What are you going to do about your income? They're one of your biggest clients. What, like, what the hell are you thinking? And I just remember being like, I don't know. I just have this weird gut feeling. I really need to take a step back. I was like, they'll be there. You know, I've built this relationship with them. They'll be there in the future. You know, I can go back to it next year. In a couple of years, when I feel like I need to be pulled towards that, but right now I feel like I need to pull away. And mind you, I just mentioned I'd done a big trunk show circuit, but the number one the number one store location for jewelry and trend accessories happens to be in Dallas, which is where I'm based. Um, 
and is at North Park Mall. And for every trunk show, all the stores give you a sales goal that you want to meet. And I met that goal three times over. So the brand was doing really well. Everybody was responding really well. And it didn't make any logical sense to anyone that I would pull my things from Nordstrom. So understandably, they all thought I had lost my marbles and didn't understand it. And I explained to my clients, when you listen to your intuition, it's basically not having any physical evidence in your current reality, even though you know something to be true, or you know you need to do something, or you know something's going to happen. You don't have any proof. Um, and it's not necessarily like a belief, but you just know that's what needs to be done. So fa- this was in August. So I slowly start pulling things out. Fast forward to October 2019, and it's all over the news. Oh, there's a virus that was leaked from a lab in China, and um, they're shutting down, and it might, you know, there might be a risk for it to go overseas. Cool. Not at this point, still not associating anything with anything. Fast forward to the spring, and in the United States, we're like, oh, now we're in a pandemic. I had no idea there was going to be such you know, such a situation or scenario that we're all in right now, had no clue the economic impact that the pandemic was going to have. I have many colleagues that work with Nordstrom and with other big box stores like Macy's and Bloomingdale's, and every store handled it a little bit differently, but a lot of stores canceled their POs, which is a purchase order. So all these brands have thousands and thousands of units. They've spent all the money with their manufacturers to send this to the stores And now they sit on all this inventory that they can no longer sell because their order was canceled. And I also have colleagues that send all their things to the stores. And then they were like, oh, we've got a pandemic. Your payment's not going to be paid on time. And it took them six to eight months to even get payment. I know some of them now in December of 2020 are still waiting to be paid because a lot of stores have gone bankrupt or their accounting is delayed. It's just been a whole shit show. So I, in hindsight, and it's, freaking comical hindsight's 2020 here we are in 2020 but I am so proud of myself and so glad that I listened to my gut feeling and my intuition and everybody you know they doubted me they said what are you doing that's the dumbest thing you can do it's the biggest mistake but when you learn to listen to your intuition you learn to quiet the outside and you learn to quiet what everybody else is telling you to do You learn to quiet your own voice in your head that is telling you, oh, I should do this. I ought to do this because that's what society wants or this is going to be better for my spouse or my kids or my parents are going to be more proud of me if I do X, Y, Z. You you know, when you listen to your intuition, you throw all that out the window to a certain degree and you trust yourself and you trust the autonomy that you hold and the power that you hold because when it really comes down to it, us as individuals are the ones that know what is best for us better than anybody else does. So with the example that I just gave, um, listening to my intuition is something that comes really easy to me. Um, I go through several different personality tests that I make all of my new clients, my my coaching clients take. And one of those is the Myers-Briggs. And on my Myers-Briggs, I am an ENFP. So I'm extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and perceiving. So we are 7% of the population, and I think there's more, I can't remember if there's more men, I think there's more men that are ENFP than women, or vice versa, I don't know, it's totally irrelevant to the point of my podcast, but 
Um, listening to my intuition is something that comes very easy and very naturally to me. So it's not surprising to people that are close to me that I kind of just do what I want to do and listen to these inner voices in my head that I don't know what they mean necessarily. I don't know why I get these feelings, but I, I go with them. And I love to tell my clients they need to take this test. And a lot of people get intimidated because they look at, you know, a personality test as defining who you are. And that's not at all what it is. It's more of a tool where you can look it up and say, oh, yeah, that resonates with me. No, that doesn't resonate with me. Oh, you know what? I didn't pay attention to this personality trait. I do have that. I'm not as aware of it. Maybe this is something I can work on or change or use to my advantage, that type of thing. So it's tricky. Um, hold on. Let me pause and come back to my train of thought. One second, y'all. Okay, so tricky was not the word that I was looking for, but what I was going to say is listening to your intuition might come more naturally to somebody who is naturally an intuitive person. And then other people who don't inherently have that personality trait, that might be something you've got, it's a muscle you have to exercise. Um, it's the same way, like if somebody that's super over analytical, they've got to learn to quiet their mind. Or, you know, if you are constantly moving in noise, maybe you need to figure out how to use more judicial thinking, that type of thing. Okay, so I want to give you another example. And this one might be a little bit on the morbid side. But um, several years ago, my family lost my um, cousin, Chad. He was like a big brother to me. We were super close. And he was not sick. He died suddenly. Um, it was not something, you know, that we that anybody expected. And I remember so vividly the day that I got the phone call, I was out running errands. My girls were really, really young. Um, I have two daughters for those of you that are new listeners. Um, so I was at the ATM and I, all morning I could not explain. I just had this feeling of death and I not, I was in a good mood. It was not like a, um, depressed state. I was not in a depressed state. I was not sad. I was not stressed. I just had this feeling that somebody was going to die or had died and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was at the ATM while I'm out running errands and my phone rings and it's my mom and I picked it up and she goes, Madison. And I said, I go, Chad died. And I said it just like that. And she goes, how did you know that? And I said, I don't know. It just, it, it just came out. I said, I just, I just know. And she started crying and then told me about it, but I don't know how to explain how I knew. I just knew. And a lot of times, um, you know, that example is related to death, but a lot of people commingle or, or intermix and mistake fear with intuition and not trying to jump all over the place here, but, you know, a lot of times people associate fear with death and I didn't have a fearful feeling. Um, and that's the big difference, a big distinction um, or a way to distinguish between the differences of fear and intuition Intuition comes from a very peaceful, calm, um, like you just know something. And fear gets, sends you into fight or flight mode and panic and something that's like dangerous. And they're both very beneficial. I mean, you, we have to have fear in order to survive. And there's been plenty of times, you know, you'll see on the news or you'll hear about it that 
moms are being followed with their children at the store or before somebody's got a robbery or something tragic, people have this, quote, gut feeling that something bad's going to happen, but that's your fear. It's, all, it's a little bit of your intuition mixed in, but it is your fear. It's your body's response to knowing that something dangerous is around. Intuition is more on the opposite end where it's very, you know, I, it's calming. And I don't want to say that getting the phone call that my cousin had died is necessarily calming, but it was very matter of fact in my heart and in my body. Like I just, I just knew. So hopefully that's not too, you know, esoteric or out there for you guys. And it's something that makes sense to you. I do want to give you one other example um, on this episode, and this one is kind of funny. I'm actually still working through processing what the hell this is or what's going on, and it's going to be kind of fun because I'm sure, I don't know how long, but I'm sure in the future I will have a follow-up podcast episode to this one knowing the outcome, knowing what the hindsight was. But I had, I get a lot of my intuitive downloads when I dream. And a lot of times I wake up and I have these trains of thoughts and I'll write them down and I I don't necessarily always know what they mean. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, sometimes your intuition is not having any physical evidence of something you just know or you feel called or you're doing something and you're following that intuitive nudge or that intuitive direction to go do something or whatever. So I woke up and in my head, I just kept hearing Ireland, 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 Irish. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have um, any ties to Ireland. I've never been. Well, I say I don't have any ties. My grandfather passed away um, earlier this year and his last name is McMenemy, which is Irish. So could be something to do with that. I don't know. But I, I've never, it's not on my bucket list of traveling. It is now. But prior to, you know, a week and a half ago, it was never, I was just like, okay, whatever. So I tell my girlfriend about this. And I'm like, I keep getting these, like, things and these signs. And she's like, well, just go with it. I'm like, okay. She's like, what do you think it means? I'm like, I have no idea. So one thing I love to play with is synchronicities in the universe. And a lot of people, whether you are present to them or not, or whether you pay attention or listen, or whether you're looking or you're not, they're there. A lot of people are blissfully unaware of it, but we are all connected um, to the universe. And I know that several years ago, I would hear other people say that and I'd be like, nah, you sound a little nutty in the head, but <laughs> here I am telling you guys the exact same thing um, as I've grown on my own spiritual journey. So after I tell her this, I still, I've been ha- I still have I mean, almost daily, I see something that is like a symbol or a sign or something to Ireland. So there's a local restaurant that I've been going to for seven years. I went to eat there. I eat, um, went to go eat dinner and I look up on the wall and they have a big painting of a four leaf clover. And I was like, and I've never, I, Bible, Bible, I have never noticed this four leaf clover at this restaurant. And I was like, what the hell? Okay. Noted, like marked and noted. And then a few days after that, I went to happy hour with my girlfriend that I had told about this. And we sit down and this other two girls are sitting kind of down from the bar. And I look up and this woman has on a jacket. And I don't remember what city it was, but it was a, it was like a tourist jacket that she purchased on a trip in Ireland. And it had Ireland real big on the back of her sweatshirt. And I was just like, oh my God. 
And there's just been all sorts of random. I've seen somebody with like a random bumper sticker. And it's just, I don't know what it means. I don't know if it means I'm supposed to travel there. I've been researching it. So if you have any travel recommendations for Ireland or must-dos, let me know. But I don't, like I said, I don't know what it means. I can't put my finger on it, but it's like this intuitive nudge that I am following and I am listening to. And I am sure in the very near future, I'm going to be able to tell you exactly what it means and give you guys a little bit more details because there's been, I've had names pop up and other, other things, but I'm being a little vague right now because I still don't know exactly precisely what it is. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little episode about listening to your intuition. I hope you feel inspired to listen to yours. And if you don't know how to listen to your intuition or you think I'm batshit crazy or you're like, what the fuck? How can I get this magic? I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram. I am under at Madison Patrick, P-A-T-R-Y-L-I-C-K. I'd love to chat with you. Um, I am a mindset coach and I use a lot of spiritual based teachings and I also am into fashion. I'm a single mom. Come get social with me on the gram because that's where I live on social media for the most part. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you and you want to leave a five-star review, I would love that. It helps um, this podcast reach more people. And I am a firm, firm, firm believer that if you're listening to this podcast, there is something in it that you were meant to hear. Even if you are a regular listener or somebody that regularly interacts with me, I still am a big believer that when you go places to seek out information and knowledge that you always, there's even if it's one sentence, there's always something that's meant for you. So anyway, um, I hope you all have a blessed day and stay tuned for the next episode. I will chat with you guys soon.